0: What's on the menu for
1: today? Welcome into Thanksgiving weekend edition of the OUA. Uh, as always, Connor O'Neill, Wade Zanketta, bring you guys all of the games, all of the action for the OUA slate this week. Three teams on by, of course, Ottawa, Carlton after the Panda game, and Queens as well. So we have a short week this week, Connor, but still lots of excitement.
0: Yeah, tons of excitement. We're going to start that off in obviously the Battle of Waterloo the Thursday night game to kick off this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I could not be more excited about this game. Quarterback matchup. That's all I'll say.
1: And I mean, with Laurier, they had a tough road trip to Windsor. Obviously they won that, but now they come back on a short week in the biggest game of the year. I'm interested to see how this golden Hawks team rebounds physically. I know mentally they'll be prepared. Coach Falds always has them checking all the boxes, but physically on a short week, High emotion. How do they look early in this game? Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. That's one thing I'm going to be
0: watching, especially because we talked about it last week with the pin, and I know it's not the same scale. It's not a 20,000-person scale, but still, this is one of those games in the OUA where box scores, stats, records don't matter. This mm-hmm. is an absolute battle, to use a bad pun. It is a battle of a game, and it's going to be a fun atmosphere. But, yeah, short week for Laurier, so I want to see how they come out. But also. As of late, we've seen more of the rookie side of Nolan Caban at Waterloo. So I want to see kind of how he's going to bounce back that 400 yard game. Don't get me wrong. 400 yards is impressive,
1: but I want to see 400 yards and a win. Yes. They're going to look to cut down the turnovers. Uh, Two other teams looking to get into the win column. The McMaster Marauders taking on the Guelph Griffins Friday night. We have uh, no Saturday games this week in the OUA, just a bunch of Fridays and the one Thursday night we just covered off, but for the Guelph Griffins and McMaster Marauders, they're trying to get the air games going. McMaster has one of the highest volume passing attacks, but it is not translating to wins. Meanwhile, Guelph, Connor, where are they going at quarterback?
0: That's a question we will have to wait until Friday to see. But my thing for Guelph in this one is they, they have shown flashes of being a or capable of being a really good team. But I want to see them get to the red zone because this has been my thing with them all year. They're efficient in the red zone. They're 10 of 11 in the red zone, but 11 times in the red zone. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. Western,
1: who leads U Sports, not just the OUA, has been there 25 times. Yeah, it's uh, certainly a big jump in statistics when you look from Guelph to Western. Uh, But we'll move on. The Windsor Lancers looking to rebound from their loss to Laurier, traveling to the York Lions, who uh, suffered quite a defeat to Queens Gales, led by Alex Frieden last week.
0: Yeah, they certainly did, and it it doesn't really get a whole lot easier. Unfortunately, Windsor has proven to be a pretty dang good team this year. On the ground, I'll say anyways, Joy Zorn absolutely lighting up the league. Uh, I want to see how York obviously
1: is going to handle that, but how are they going to respond in their own right? And with Windsor, they're another team, uh, just like Guelph, where they don't really have a set game plan at quarterback. As we get into the final weeks of this season, that is going to determine who is a threat in the playoffs or not. So the Lancers coach JP Cercelli are going to look to figure that one out prior to Thanksgiving and the final matchup, the Western Mustangs heading to the Toronto varsity blues is the first time that Western and Toronto have matched up since I think like my second year or first year at U of T. Uh, oh, lucky you. I know we avoided them <laughs> quite a bit, um, but the Western Mustangs are bringing in a strong run game as always. But Evan Hillock has been heating up the accuracy charts uh there's a whole lot of red on his uh (laughs) metric charts right now they're going to keep that going this week i think against toronto
0: yeah man this is an absolute display of efficiency on offense from western we talk about it week in week out so i'm going to talk about the defensive side of the ball they have some absolute playmakers on the back end four interceptions alone from daniel Valenti, and he just patrols that secondary back there so they're going to also not only have
1: to, to be aware of this run game, but Western has a great defense in their own right. And for Toronto, keep doing what you're doing. If you have any hope at beating the Western Mustangs, you need to do it through Adam Williams. Not just the reigning OUA Player of the Week, the reigning U Sports Player of the Week on offense. Uh, Adam Williams has been playing lights out. Whenever they give him the rock, good things happen. So for Toronto, live through Adam. Just an interesting stat here before we move on.
0: I know I said I wasn't going to talk about the running backs this week, but I'm going to do it. Uh, All three running backs in this game of uh, Keon Edwards, Edward Winati, and Adam Williams,
1: all average over eight yards of carry. Uh, So if you're looking for a quick game, this one might be that because the clock is going to be running nonstop as these teams grind out the ground games. Uh, That's it, though, for this week. If you guys are getting together with families, please stay safe. Uh, drive responsibly. Call a cab, Uber, wherever you are in your city. Please take care of yourselves and be responsible. Enjoy the family time, football, family, and food. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. As always, Connor and I are here to recap it after the week. So enjoy, and we'll see you at the end of it. And if you do want
0: to catch those games with your friends and family, you can do so on OUA TV. Make sure to go over there. All games, multiple games, whatever you want. There's games all weekend. Uh, check those out on OUA TV. What's going on? Welcome
1: into All Canadian. Are we doing this on a Friday? Is this Friday, a Friday, we got a Friday edition? episode, a
0: rare what? Friday episode.
1: It is Thanksgiving weekend. There was a lot of action on Thursday, uh, aka the Battle of Waterloo, which we are recording like an hour before kickoff.
0: We yeah, tried so I'm to, make have to it. park it in front of the TV.
1: We tried to make it to Waterloo, but work schedules just did not quite line up uh, for us to go but we still watched it online uh, at OUA TV. Check out any game live and on demand. Free to sign up. Just use your email, OUA.TV. Connor, we got matching sweaters today. I'd like to... We do. We got the Cool Vet merch on. We do. They're good. They're comfy. They are so comfy, by the way. So thank you to Cool Vet. My uh, my dog's having a little aneurysm here, shaking uh, and scratching himself. But that's okay, because he's just trying to get riled up For what picks we're about to make, Uh, we'll throw this in, even though it is going to be posthumously. Uh, Waterloo Connor hosting Laurie in the Battle of Waterloo on Thursday, twenty point underdogs at home. Yeah, Um, no,
0: I don't know, man. Like I like we said in the OUA preview, this one's just like always way too close for my liking.
1: Yeah, but we said that last week about the panda game too. And here we are, 30-point win later from your Ottawa GG's. I know. And I,
0: I will go back. I would I would take that bet again. Like if I didn't know the outcome and the panda game was this week,
1: I would take that again. <laughs> like they're just those are the types of games they are. Uh well, Waterloo has put up a ton of yardage offensively, but yes, they have 10 they turnovers have. on the year. And this Laurie Golden Goldenhawks team is not going to give you multiple chances. They're going to keep pushing the ball. Downfield, Quinton Scott, Tanner Elms on the ground. Uh, I'm going to take Laurier to go across the city and take that 20 point Point line.
0: I don't know. Like I, I can't disagree with you because I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen (laughs) by any stretch of the means. Like I don't think that. Wait, wait. Laurier is going to lose the
1: game by any ultimate ultimate deal breaker. If Laurier wears either the yellow jerseys or yellow pants, Waterloo wins outright. Yeah. Okay. I I can't stand those yellow uniforms. I I will do anything to see them lose if they put on those yellows. Uh, But no, I mean, for Laurier, this is a a game that kind of cements them, right? Like if they can win this, they can settle into a comfortable rhythm and get the fourth seed in the OUA. Um, You don't want to drop too much below. Otherwise, you're going to be playing against the likes of Queens and Western instead of Ottawa and possibly Windsor a second time or Toronto.
0: Yeah, who they've already beaten and played really closely. So I, I mean, yeah, you don't want to drop 2 too for too too much. Wow, I can't speak. <laughs> don't want to drop much further. Oh my word!
1: Sorry everybody on a Thursday night. <laughs> and after the Battle of Waterloo, uh, that gets us into our all Canadian bets because these are the ones that you guys can still get in on the action uh, over at Cool Bet. As you guys see, Connor and I with the matching sweaters. Uh, they are the comfy things, like you mentioned but oh, man, we're going to yeah. start this one off in a battle of question marks in the OUA Guelph Griffins hosting McMaster Marauders Mac favored by 11 points.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I want to lean in this one yet. I'm going to lean I'm I, I don't know. I think I'm going to lean Mac. I think Mac maybe sort of figures himself out in this one. The thing that scared me and you know I keep saying it is red zone not efficiency, but red zone opportunities with Guelph, they don't get there often. They're good when they do, but I want to see more. They've left me wanting to see more. I mean, both of these teams have left me wanting to see more all year (laughs) long. But I don't know.
1: I'm going to take Mac. I think maybe they figure it out this week. I feel like Mac is just better coached through and through. Yes. And uh, they have an identity on offense, which is Andres Dweck throwing a high-volume passes. Uh, Guelph, meanwhile, still struggling to find who their leader in the clubhouse is at quarterback.
0: Yeah, they certainly are. I mean, it's looked like it might be – Jake Helfrich for the time being, but that remains to be seen. Let's move on though in the OUA. Your Toronto varsity blues having to match up against the Western Mustangs. First time in a little bit in this one. And it is a heavy line for those Western
1: Mustangs. 42 and a half point spread. You know what? Short week, ground games and defense travel really well. This is all lining up to be a Western typical come in sloppy in the mouth uh, game. But I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like Toronto holds it tighter than 42. I, I think I texted someone today. Uh, like a 35, like maybe hold well, it to one less touchdown. <laughs> I, said, I said 47-10 was my, was my score prediction. So that is, that is within the 42 and a half. So I'm going to stick with that. I'll take Toronto to cover in this game against the Mustangs.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, this is, yeah, without question, this is one of the better Toronto teams I've seen in years past. One of the most well-rounded Toronto teams. Yeah,
1: more complete
0: definitely this year. So but, I, I do think that they're going to hold it within. I don't think it's going to be over 42 points for for Western. So I'm with you on this one. I think they're going to, I'm taking Toronto.
1: I would not be surprised to see Wannati and Edwards both rake in 150 plus though on a short week uh legs are going to be tired except for them because they just continually bounce back and forth on who's getting the ball uh also in Toronto this weekend Connor Windsor Lancers off the tough loss to the Laurie Goldenhawks traveling to the York Lions Windsor's minus 32 and a half yes the Windsor Lancers are 32 point favorites
0: and you said it, they're coming off a tough loss. So somebody dial up Kyle Brandt, because I'm expecting some Joey Zorn angry runs this week. We had
1: one last week with J.P. Simon kinder We did. Uh, I was, I was, uh, we'll try to find that, because they're on bye week this week. But uh, J.P. definitely had a face full on the stiff arm. Uh, but no, I, you're expecting Windsor to take this 32-point line. I'm with you. Uh, York, like we mentioned, just the lack of self-awareness by the quarterback last week against Queens. Uh, just punching themselves in the face shooting themselves in the foot whatever one you want to look at Uh, they can't seem to get out of their own way and against the Lancers that's not a great strategy to hold they're going to take the ball and push it downfield with Joey Zorn like you mentioned
0: no they certainly are but with that that rounds out the OUA action this week short week in the OUA because it is Thanksgiving but there's still lots of football to be
1: had where do you want to go uh let's go all the way to the east coast we don't have any can west this week they're on their thanksgiving break uh but we've got some good games out east mount a uh and acadia mount a minus eight points their offense had a net total of minus three passing yards last week against the bishop gators meanwhile acadia had a close one against Smew connor where are you going for this one
0: I'm going Mount A in a bounce back win. Despite what we saw from them last week, I don't think that necessarily tells the tale of their entire season. I do think Mount A is a much better team than they have been in years past. And this is a much different Acadia team that we've seen. So I'm going Mount A to cover a touchdown. And then some, I'm thinking like 10, 13 point win.
1: I'm with you on the Mounties. Uh, other game though. This is the big one in terms of all of you sports this week. The favorites right now to win the Loney Bowl, the X versus Bishops matchup. X minus seven is the line right now. Bishops has been riding their defense all year. X has been riding the bus. Which one prevails?
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited for this matchup. I don't know what's going to happen. I Part of me wants to take Bishops just because they're so well coached on the defensive side of the ball. Gabriel Royer, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not, but he's an absolute monster on the defensive side of the ball for the Bishops-Gators. But X, man, there's just so much there. Offensively alone, Malcolm Bussey, Silas at quarterback, Alex Fetchin on the defensive side of the ball. I, I, I think the fan in me wants this to be like a three, four-point game, but
1: I'm rocking it. I'm rocking with the fan side of me. I'm going Bishops to cover this. I was gonna say I think Bishop's yeah. gonna cover this one as well. Uh, the defense has just kept them in so many games, and I think finally the offense is gonna generate something to keep them going. All right, let's
0: move on to the Quebec conference, the final conference with games this weekend. The Laval Rouget or taking on <laughs> Sherbrooke University right now. Laval on the road is an 18 and a half point
1: favorite. You know what? Our no I apologize because I said Kevin Mittal would be a heck finalist. Uh, Arnaud did his thing last week without using Mittal very much. I think that's going to change this week, but Desjardins is looking everything uh, that the offensive player of the year in our sec should be. Uh, I'm going to take the Rouge to cover in the battle of golden blank color add in whatever you want. Uh, No, I'm, (laughs) but Sherbrooke's had a really good defense this year. They're they're poised to be the third team in our sec. This is a test for them to see how close they really are as a program. Uh, but I think Laval is going to pull ahead in this one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really hard to disagree with you there, especially what we've seen from Laval this year. Before we move on, I will say shout out to Sherbrooke this year, though, because they're averaging 6,000 fans per game.
1: Yeah, there's lots of people coming out to watch the Vareor. Uh, it's exciting. And they're also going to be getting a new field soon. So uh, they're enjoying the grass while they still have it, if they haven't changed out by yet, uh, by now. But final game, Connor, a battle of Montreal schools. U to M hosting the Concordia Stingers up on the mountain. Uh, 21 and a half points for the Carabay.
0: We talk about it all the time. This is one of the hardest places in the Quebec conference to play in. Now, hardest mm-hmm.
1: place in U sports to play.
0: Fair. Hardest sport or hardest plays in U sports to play. I'll give you that. Um, it's, it's tough. It really is. As much as we like, the Stingers and, and our guy Olivier Wall over there. Uh, the Montreal Caravan. man, he has. And the Montreal Caravan have not. They have had a very consistent year. They have shown they are one of the best, if not the best team mm-hmm. in Quebec right now. So I am taking, yes, I'm taking Montreal and 21 points in this one.
1: All right, that is it for the slate of U-sports games this week. Like we mentioned, short week, three OUA teams on by, no games out in Can West. Uh so if you want to get in on those lines, head to coolbet.ca, the best sports book in the country. Easy to sign up, must be in Canada and must be of legal gambling age to do so. But Connor, you have some stats to throw at me? What is this? I do. I do. So I was
0: I was kind of bored one night. I had nothing better to do. So obviously my brain is like, Wow, I might as well just look through the U Sports stat pages because that's fun. That's what normal people do when they're bored at night, right? I did that Um, last week. Don't yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like (laughs) <laughs> that's you and I, right? So yeah. I did. I was going through, I found some pretty ridiculous stats. Um, some of them, yes, they're ridiculous, but kind of obvious and
1: just need to be said. Others just make you scratch your head. Okay. So like, um, are you giving me false ones? And I'm guessing. No, no, these are, right these are
0: ridiculous stats from this season that are a
1: hundred percent true. Okay. Do I have to guess what team they belong to? No, I'm just going to give you the stats and you're going to react. Can we can we make them a game where I guess?
0: Sure, but some of them are very like, obvious.
1: That's okay. That's okay. Some of them are going to be obvious.
0: Okay, so if that's the case, then I'm just going to go through the whole list because I had like a couple highlighted, but now I've got like some good ones here.
1: Okay, Team X, where are we going with it? Not right, I'll just effect. start. I'll start Team you at X. the
0: top top of my list here. So this player has 185 attempts, 1700 yards,
1: one interception. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. One interception on how many attempts? 185. For how and many he's yards
0: thrown for 1700 yards.
1: Who is Evan Hillock?
0: Who is Mason Night?
1: Oh, you know what? The 1700 should have been my giveaway. I I overlooked it. One one INT for Mason Night. Wow, but, okay. But to me it's 185. He's put the ball in the air almost 200 times. He's thrown one <laughs> pick. They've played five games. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, okay. I should have known with the 1700. That's my bad. Wow, we're off to a rough start. Okay, next one. This one's going to be kind of easy for you because I
0: gave you three of them already. But these four backs, these four backs have all averaged at least eight yards of carry this season. And they all play in the same conference.
1: Okay, so you're going to give me Winati Edwards. Yep. yep. Eight yards a carry?
0: At least eight yards a carry. I think Nadia and Edwards are like 8.6, 8.4.
1: Adam Williams. Yep. And Joey Zorn. No. Quentin Scott. Oh, wow. Quentin Scott. Okay. That's a sneaky one because he and Tanner Nellum split some time earlier in the year. Okay. Yep. Yep. So four four We're
0: back, same conference, averaging over eight yards of carry. Does the OUA
1: like to run the ball? The OUA is a power offense. Just spread out across 11 teams. Okay. All right. Damn, next one here I'm, for you.
0: This player averages 14 yards per catch, has eight touchdowns, and has only played five games. Kevin Mittal. Yes. That
1: was The eight touchdowns gave the away. I'm, I'm listening five now. Five games. Yeah, and he didn't score last game. So it's yeah. eight touchdowns in four games for him, really. Insane. Two touchdowns a game. Well,
0: by that metric, two touchdowns a game. Okay, I've got a punter stat for you because we love our kickers here. This player has dropped 13 punts inside the 20 this season. Chris McLean, Calgary.
1: Vincent Plouffe, Carlton. Wow. Guy's you got know what? I went, going I went Calgary because they've had to punt so much. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but Vincent Plouffe, that's, that's a talent. He had a, he had a he's really up there good year last year too. kicker. Yeah, he did. Um, so that's good to see he's got the punting going. Oh yeah. my, Connor! I'm I'm all over the place.
0: These are some pretty like I don't know, man. I I was I was digging. I was really digging. Um, okay, so this player is second in all of U Sports in all-purpose yards and has returned no kicks.
1: Second. Oh, see. I think Ted Kabongo, but you said no kicks, so I can't. Go no, no, no. Cabongo. Like
0: all-purpose yard encompasses like punt return, kick return, receiving, running. I know, out. but you
1: said he's returned no kicks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, this player has Ted returned Cabongo no has. kicks. Yeah, so I yeah. I can't
1: use Ted Kabongo.
0: No. Second all-purpose all yards has returned no kicks. Is it? Is it the bus? No, it's J.P. Siminkinda. Wow. Has 802 yards, but has not returned a single kick.
1: Well, I, I'm, I, no offense to JP, but I don't really see him as a kick or punt returner. I think, no, I, I think I, they but, have some guys on yeah. the offensive <laughs> side of the ball that could do that a, with a little bit more success. Yeah. Um, but wow, 802, just off catching and running.
0: Yeah. Wow, that That's a good one. Um, all right. I got another, another one for you. This, this player averages 8.1 tackles per game. Has four sacks, six TFLs, and two interceptions this season.
1: Uh, Nick Weebs, Saskatchewan Huskies.
0: Gabriel Royer, Bishops.
1: You know what? You dropped him in the podcast earlier. You should have known. Oh, that was a clue.
0: It. That was a clue.
1: I know. I, I was thinking James Peter, and then you said the sacks, and I was like, mm, he hasn't really been getting to the quarterback. And then you said the picks, and I'm like, well, Nick Weebs had, had a couple good games and some picks.
0: Darn. This team has put up 40 more points than the Western Mustangs this season.
1: Put up 40 more points? Yeah. Who is the Queens Gales?
0: Yes. And they have scored five more touchdowns than the Western Mustangs this season. They as well. also
1: they also boxed Guelph and New York in back-to-back weeks. So that kind of... Slurs. Western's getting there. <laughs> the,
0: don't, don't worry. Western's getting there. But as of, right now, as of right now, as of right now, Uh, This team is 100% in red zone efficiency.
1: Oh, God damn it. I looked at this today. (laughs) Uh, It's Western, isn't it?
0: It's Western. They're 25 of 25 in the red zone. They've scored 18 touchdowns.
1: You know what? Also, fun fact, Clemson Tigers in the States have a 100% touchdown efficiency rating in the red zone.
0: DJ is a guy that I would like on the Detroit
1: Lions. They get in the red zone. Will Shipley, DJ Uyunglele, they take over and it's just touchdowns. So guys, got Evan Hellock and, and Keanu and DJ and Will Shipley, wearing purple.
0: <laughs> All right, next next stat here for you. This team has seventeen sacks. And has played four games.
1: Uh oh, four games. Okay, so we know U to M. Yes. I was thinking X, and I was like, Nah, no, no, no. It's, yeah. it's U to M. Because, Seventeen stacks
0: uh, in four games.
1: Yeah, their D line has been. Phillips mu card now has been on one this year.
0: Yeah. Oh, All right, my. and. This one, this one is just atrocious, but popped out at me. This team averages nearly 150 penalty yards a game. Averages, <laughs> averages.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, who is who is the York Lions? Who is the St. Mary's Huskies averaging 148.8 wow.
0: penalty yards a game?
1: Wow. Steve Samara's St. Mary's Huskies. You know what? That is, that is brutal. Yeah. 150 for a veteran coach. Oh, my. Yeah. Head Those strategy. poor guys this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. There's God, going to be some I'm power
0: mad. practices in, in mid-May. Yeah, no, that's not going to be enjoyable. <laughs> no. All right, and this team leads U-Sports with 11.4 thousand average fan attendance.
1: Lead U-Sports? Yeah. 11.4 thousand? Per game. Uh, I'm trying to think stadiums that hold 11,000. Western Queens Guelph and oddwalks cuz they play at TD Place. Uh, I'll go with Western. Go oh, oh, my god, I'm thinking OUA only. Yeah, that's that's only going to go up because next week they play uh U to M at home too. That was kind of an
0: unfair one. I think they have like one of the biggest stadiums in in they do. sports yeah. as well, It's so. a
1: 23,000 person stadium.
0: Yeah. So Western, Westerns up there too. So I, i that stat might be wrong. I think what I don't know. No, Western no, leads it's, it's or right. leads, but either way, eleven thousand fans.
1: Laval makes more sense.
0: They do. The average is right. They do average eleven point four thousand fans a game. I just don't know if it's them or Western that leads like overall U Sports. But regardless, a lot of fans. Football's a thing in Quebec. If anybody was wondering.
1: Uh, yeah, especially with the Rougeur and Carabin.
0: All right, which one got you the most there? Oh the 150 yards and penalties because that was probably my favorite.
1: Yeah, I for me like I'm, I'm pissed that I missed the first one. You said 1700 yards. I should have clicked into Mason Ice. He had 1400 after last week and then went and shredded Mount or uh, Manitoba in the second half. So I should have got that one. Uh, the JP one was interesting to me. Yeah, the 800 the All purpose yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. I, I, thought that one was, I saw that and I was like, "Wait, what?" Because you don't you don't think of him much as a pass threat, but when you mm-hmm. get him going quick out of the backfield or in the screen game, he's so tough to bring down. Yeah. Um, you put him against small DBs, and it just makes a good good offensive rhythm for them. Uh, so yeah, you had some good ones in there. I was, uh, we, I, I I don't know. That was a rough that was a rough go for me. I think.
0: Those are those are some some. Well, you got the Kevin Mattel one right away. Yeah, I knew the eight touchdowns. You got Queens.
1: Yeah, because I just thought who would box the most people.
0: <laughs> you got you got Western red zone efficiency. Yeah, because I looked at that one today. You got Montreal for sacks. I mean you did pretty good. Pretty good. Oh the bishops one I gave you, you should have got that one. I know, I'm 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 mad about that. <laughs> But I think oh. that's it. I think that closes us out for, for this week. Um, like you said, I mean, uh, Battle of Waterloo happened, I mean, as we're recording this slash last night, if you're listening to it. But nonetheless,
1: hope you it cost enjoyed It in 20 podcast. minutes, Connor. We finished this before kickoff.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, but I hope you, everybody enjoyed the rest of the OUA preview that we, we snuck in here early on this one so that you don't have to listen to, what, three episodes a week now? Look at us being yeah. good, guys.
1: Efficiency, Look at us. we're like Evan Hillock, just
0: efficiency at its max. There you go, call us Western in the red zone. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, not Guelph. Don't call us well. Actually, they're efficient in the red zone. I should stop. They saying just don't that. get there. <laughs> they just don't get there. But I will say, Jake Helfrich, I was watching back some of the clips to like find them for our stuff. Jake Helfrich had a hell of a red zone touchdown run against Ottawa. Yeah, it was nice. And then they then they got
1: it was scored by what like 40 points. Yeah. What's yeah. <laughs> But everyone take care. Enjoy Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, as always, Con O'Neill, Wade Zang, CF Perspective. Enjoy the football.